Welcome to Evolution in Controls. I'm your host, Tim Wilson. Thank you for joining us. If there is one thing that is constant about technology, it's that it's going to change. And the pace of that change seems to ever accelerate. But an unspoken consequence of this trend is that product obsolescence follows the technological change. What happens when a machine that is designed with a 30-year life is now equipped with out-of-date components? It's not a problem until those components fail. And what then? The options seem limited. Repair the component or find an obsolete replacement. Think eBay. In either case, the costs begin climbing quickly. At what point does the machine become unserviceable and therefore unusable? Are there other options? Fortunately, machines can be changed instead of replacing them. But that brings its own set of problems. Here to talk us through this process is John Jackson, Business Development Manager for Morell Group's integration company, Stegner Controls. John, thank you for joining us. Thank you, Tim. So let's talk about this. Is this a real-life problem? Are companies faced with this? And is it getting better or is it getting worse? It's getting better. The opportunity for Morell and Stegner is uh, it's outstanding right now because the equipment, uh, in many cases, is 20 to 30 years old. The product and architectures are definitely outdated, and the, the places are, are, are running, and they're keeping the places uh, barely running, and then we step in and we offer a solution that gets them uh, up to today's standard, and it does it uh, fairly economically. And uh, the new architectures bring all the advantages that uh, technology has gained over the last 20 years. So they, they basically take an old piece of equipment and it's, it's uh, brand new and we're, we're done. So when you say it's getting better, you really mean that there's more and more opportunities for us to come in and work on. Absolutely. So that means that the problem is growing, that the obsolescence of product is getting bigger and bigger. Yes. And uh, one, of the, one of the good things about Bosch Rexroth is that the the equipment lasts forever and they forget and there's many cases where they they don't even stock spare parts because they the, they have not broken down like some other competitive products have so they get in these situations where they don't real they've rolled the dice through obsolescence and then they're you know i was at an account last week where uh, the customer was buying everything off ebay ebay's going to run out at some point and what are you getting on eBay? Is it warrantied? Is it, you know, so we're offering a solution that uh, it's, it's beyond just replacing the components. It's an architecture upgrade and um, uh, customers are very happy with uh, what, we're, what we're doing. So what problems are the manufacturers or the end users, what, what problems are they facing? Uh, generally downtime. Uh, the, the drives, the motors will start failing. They'll be failing periodically. They'll be able to do some routine maintenance to keep them uh, running along, and then um, they're in trouble. You know, when they're in trouble, they're, they go down. And in a lot of these cases, these are smaller. Uh, the, the roll feeds are smaller stamping presses, so a typical facility will have 100 presses. So they have the ability to move. If a press is down, they can move the work over to a neighboring press. At some point, they run out of uh, neighboring presses, though. So um, that's where we come in, and we can really in help them increase their productivity. Why roll feed, and why not just replace the machine? Or wh why, re why retrofit 
a roll feed and not just replace the machine? It, it's a, um, a huge expense to uh, replace the mechanical equipment. The mechanical equipment generally is, is still in pretty good shape if they've done their routine maintenance. The controls architecture is what the, where the failures exist. And, um, and it's just uh, like anything else over after 15, 20 years, it's going to start wearing out. And it's, uh, you have uh, speed issues. Speeds are probably the number one thing that when we do an upgrade, all of a sudden everything's running at a very high speed. And it's uh, when, you're, when you're stamping uh, uh, 2,000 parts a day, if you're able to do them uh, maybe uh, uh, two-tenths of a second faster in each one, that's a noticeable productivity gain. And a lot of that is just the, the speed of the new architecture. So it's not just technological change and obsolescence. It's the fact that production cycles are getting faster and faster? Correct. You, um, you know, the, the name of the business is, is productivity, keeping their costs down. They don't, you know, when they're, when they're selling uh, their services to their customers, they're not necessarily quoting Saturdays, second shift, third shift, and uh, those are all losers for them. In today's environment, also, they have the competitive steel uh, marketplace where, you know, they, it's all over the map for them. So uh, any cost savings that they can, they can generate um, is it's critical. It's critical to their future. So retrofitting a roll feed machine this is not a plug and play it's not like taking one off and putting something else on is it is it no, component for uh, component in there what we've done is we've developed a kit that is um, uh, pretty universal for all the rex roth uh, upgrades and it's so we've developed with a uh, one of our partners we've developed a um, a hmi screen that is very user friendly um, that they not only uh, get the gains of the new architecture, but they get a very user-friendly um, uh, environment. In, uh, for instance, um, most of them only have the capability of holding nine recipes, and we're, we're, they can hold 999. So that means they can move this, this uh, equipment around. It's, it's relatively portable. Um, the systems can be moved, and uh, that's the other option we're giving them is universal approach to their entire facility. So there's some benefits that the new technology brings to the machine when you put the new technology on. Absolutely. It's a, it's a uh, re greater productivity, better technology, helps their quality. Um, there's, you know, there's quite a few different... What, what's the process? Do... do do we go out and find them, or are people reaching out to us because they're having problems? It's it's both. Um, the ones that we've uh, had our success with, we knocked on their door first. We went in there, we looked at it. Um, our Bosch Rexroth uh, um, uh, product manager went in and he said, this is an opportunity. They have 75 of these presses here, every one of them was obsolete. Mm -hmm. So it was uh, more... Was, was the company having problems given that they were all obsolete? Absolutely. Yes, there was a excessive downtime. And uh, to the point, they have a, um, their parent companies in China, and they had the ability to... They're moving some work over to China just to mm -hmm. keep keep up. Because they which, couldn't get replacement parts or they couldn't get at, service? Yes. And the machines in, in China were newer, 
and so they uh, they but there's a, a shipping cost associated all the product is going to the u.s so um, moving into china was not necessarily the, the the good move so we've helped them overcome that um they're uh we had to walk our talk first prove we had to prove ourselves we went in and um you know we turned the machine on and literally it took off uh, the first hit so what's the process? Do we is it is it one person that goes out or? Uh, generally, I've been going out, um, and and we have um, basically a survey that I take, and I look at the model numbers. I get all the tag information, which is crawling around in the machine, finding tags. A lot of them are like you said, twenty years old, so they're not always available. Um, so the twenty years old, they came out when you were a middle aged guy then. <laughs> yeah. 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 And you're crawling around now on the. You can't find a younger guy to crawl no, around on the machine. I'd, I'd love to, but the, <laughs> uh, the younger guys don't seem to want to do it like I do. But, uh, <laughs> so. So so you you pull all the information. What do you do with it then? Uh, we bring it back here, and I sit down with our hardware design team, our software design team, and say we have a retrofit. Uh, uh, this is a candidate for a kit or not. And then we react from there. So it's not just as simple as a part number replacement. It's a there's some custom design in it. Yes, there's a um, around forty hours of hardware design, forty hours of software design in, in each one. Each job is a little bit unique in what they're doing. You know what what kind of part are they stamping? So we have to take all that into account when we're doing the retrofit. Uh, power requirements are can be unique too. You know that some of them are running on. 230 volt system some are 460 so we have to uh, take all that into account well we are a Bosch Rexroth distributor Bosch Rexroth is our partner what role do they play are they an equipment provider and then we add the engineering uh, yes they are uh, they provide uh, the materials um, they've done a, a great job of giving us uh, a pretty close to exact replacements for the technology, a lot of times, uh, almost every one we've done so far, the, mo the motor actually bolts right up to the old, um, um, either it's a gearbox or, or whatever you're, you're interfacing with. It bolts right up in a very little um, uh, rework done. Not a lot of mechanical rework. Correct. You're saying that the, the secret sauce is in the controls. Yes. yes. And that's where the engineering and the software work is. Yes. Now there are applications when we we've gone after competitors, and um, uh, we can retrofit theirs as well. Um, just takes a, a little bit of more of a uh, mechanical uh, effort there. We have to um, uh, design a uh, adapt. We have to adapt to their system. So we have a great uh, a mechanical team here that can can do that work for us. And, and so it's not just Bosch Rexroth obsolete products that we're working on it's competitor competitive product as well absolutely it's interesting so do, do you give me an example tell me about some people that we've gone out and and worked with on this uh out in um on the west side of michigan in the furniture industry there's a uh, there's a series it's a uh, kind of interesting there was one company and they had five spin-offs and they're mm -hmm. all doing the same thing and they're all making Generally, they call them deep draw parts, like lock sets for for the office furniture market would be a common application. But uh, generally, they're doing round parts, and uh, they have what's called a zigzag feed, which is basically um, the the steel indexes into the press, 
and then it indexes sideways. There's hmm. two motions, and it uh, basically it helps them save um, uh, save money on the metal. They're not there's not as much scrap when you do it this way. So um, these guys developed the industry out on the west uh, side of Michigan, and um, uh, for whatever reason, one spun off from the other, and then the next one spun off. But there's uh, literally five of them out there, and each of them is uh, somewhere anywhere between 75 and 100 stamping presses per. Is this applicable to other industries besides just the? Absolutely, we're um, uh, we're actually doing a good sized project in the automotive industry right now. Same uh, same thought process, and it's it's an up, uh, upgrade to a large automated CNC uh, process in the powertrain uh, market and it's a um, it's a high high volume um, application and technology the the assembly the line was built in the literally in the 1970s and um, we're dealing with drawings that are sometimes uh, some are before AutoCAD so, wow. but we're taking the latest and greatest technology and adapt it. We're in the we're in the middle of that, doing that right now, and it's a, it's a big saver, and it's on a it's on a very hot selling product that, um, it's not going away. So, well, you, you've talked about some Michigan based uh, opportunities. As we look at the future, what does the future look like? Is the future limited by geography? No, not not at all. The um, auto industry has uh, spread its wings in uh, in the southern United States. There's the the uh, European transplants are um, they really have a stronghold. And um, at Morel, our product base, we have quite a few European based products. So the doors are open to us for uh, um, any. Maybe machine builder who may be in the Michigan in our territory here is doing work down in the in the with the the Mercedes the uh, uh, BMW and Volkswagen operations down there. But so in three years from now, four years, five years from now, looking ahead in the future, are we going to have other people crawling around machines taking nameplate? What does the future look like? I. Um, I'm excited to still do it. I uh, have uh, hopefully quite a few years left of doing it, um, but I, I think um, the it's a good uh, a, it's a good application for a young engineer to learn because he's learning a lot of different cross section of technologies, everything from uh, controls, electrical engineering, mechanical, and he's not going to get in. Uh, you know, he's going to learn a lot of things and not get in uh, too much trouble while he's learning uh, the skill. but um, Sounds like an open-ended prospect. I don't see it going away anytime soon, and I think people are going to spend money on retrofit versus buying a $50 million new line. Uh, the automotive line I was speaking of, it would be a $50 million process, and they're, gonna, they're, they're probably spending a million dollars on retrofitting, and it's going to be work just as it did you know, when it was put in uh, day one. Better than new. Better than new. John, fascinating. Thank you so much for taking time to come in and talk to us about it. Thank you. I appreciate it. To learn more about Morel Group's Roll Feed Retrofit Solution, visit morel-group.com. Don't forget to subscribe to Evolution and Controls on whatever platform you use for podcasts or on YouTube for a video version so you can be updated when we release new episodes. Thank you again for joining us today. I'm Tim Wilson, and remember... Keep moving.